It is the 200 level episode 159 as of yet untitled because it's halftime of Illinois, Maryland, a two point lead for Illinois, which is much improved over the halftime score against Northwestern. The storyline going into the second half, apart from another uneven first half performance from Illinois, would be Trent Frazier and his shoulder slash collarbone. Hard to know yet. And we will find out, I'm guessing, pretty early here as this half gets underway if he is okay or not. Uh, but before we get too deep into this, want to welcome on, of course, Trevor Belize and Isaac Ambrose. And Trevor, want to start with you real quick. You know, it's not a first half that had me super frustrated. I was not surprised that on a Sunday evening after the kind of crazy one you had at Northwestern that this was going to be uneven. I think I'm just a little bit concerned that Maryland, as as not so good as they are, they still have athletes. So if they're playing well in the second half, this is not going to be a game where Illinois just cruises like, let's say, the Minnesota game. Yeah, my word of the first half is inconvenience. I thought, can't we just get a game where, and I know we've said this and it sounds like we're just being really spoiled but it does feel like lately it's been these games where at least one of the two halves is such a such a worry and a burden and a stress. And you were hoping maybe you see Ayala, who might arguably be their best player. He's out. And so you're thinking, okay, maybe just a 10-point coast-to-coast win and then a close game and an injury to one of your starters and suddenly it's a major inconvenience you have to worry about. And guys, just let you know, we're about to get underway, so I'm going to pause it here. Uh, We're all going to pause it right before the inbound, and then we'll coordinate when to start it. So we will find out pretty early on, and I can tell before the inbounds comes in that it's Curbelo instead of Trent. And uh, real quick, Isaac, your thoughts of that first half where, you know, again, we've seen worse, right? But I think that it's it's something where, kind of like Trevor, I was getting greedy and hoping that tonight could be one of those easy-watching games where we could spend the entire podcast talking about more macro kind of stuff. Yeah, I think you guys kind of picked up on how I felt in the text thread. I mean, we were still winning most of the first half and I was getting greedy. Uh, You just, when your team is, you know your team is talented and you know you have the potential to play very, very good basketball. You get frustrated when there's little stretches of uh, just, it just looks like everything is out of sorts but it's just for a couple minutes and then you're able to recover and then something else like that happens. Uh, the biggest thing, biggest takeaway for me in the first half probably was, was probably IO's play. I don't, I've, I was one of my best, my favorite players ever. So I watch him probably the closest and the past couple games, I mean, he played well in the second half against Northwestern, but so did everyone else. And this might just be harsh, but, He just hasn't looked like himself. I think he was like two for 11 in the first half, um, forcing some things. And, but again, it's, it's nice when we can have all these complaints and still be up to at halftime. And I know it's Maryland, but they are more competent than I thought they would be. Yeah, I would agree with that. You guys ready to get started the second half here? I'm right at the inbound. So we'll start in three, two, one. All right. So Maryland's going to get the ball to start here again. They're trailing 34, 32. It is Curbelo instead of Trent out there, along with the rest of the starting five. Adam Miller, Kofi, Io, and DeMonte. Maryland up top here. The guys that have impressed me, and I, I remember them from last year, would have been Wiggins. Even though he hasn't been shooting great today, he's got size. Scott has had a pretty good performance for them. Uh, other than that, though, you realize that this is not the same team without Cowan or, oh gosh, Jalen Smith was the big guy, right? I yeah, went 10th to the Suns. That's right. Iowa with a three. So that's a nice start here for Illinois. They get a stop and a three. So 37-32. And 
we'll we'll do this first four minute stretch. Then I'll hit the sponsors. I think as this half goes on, the longer it does, if we don't see Trent, then we could start thinking, okay, what would that mean if it's a couple weeks? Or what would that mean if it's uh, a longer stretch than that if Trent is not going to be a factor? Because I think we all agreed it didn't look all that bad when we first saw it. That's a, a 18-footer there for Maryland. By the way, Trevor, does it seem like Maryland's hitting, they're, they're shooting 34%, but it seems like they're hitting an inordinate amount of their like 15 to 18-foot jump shots that are contested. Yep, and I would argue on the other end in that first half, part of the frustrating part seemed to be that I think, you know, Georgia had two bunnies that seemed to literally go halfway down and back out. Io had two driving layups that went halfway down and back out. So I hate to be that guy, but maybe one of the rims is a little bit softer touch than the other. Yeah, we'll find out soon. Uh, Corbella with a nice floater there near the baseline. So it's back to a five-point Illinois lead, 39-34, 18-25 to go in the second half. A three-point attempt for Maryland, and what do you know? It's good. So we're going to have... <laughs> A dogfight, Isaac. Has been he's good. Amazing tonight. He's got a Sergio McLean look about him, and he's a tough kid. <laughs> Isaac, it does seem, though, like if we were to compare this to, let's say, the Minnesota game, where by the end of the first half, you'd kind of asserted your will. Wait, a three by Curbelo, that's not the shot you want. Uh-huh. But I think, Isaac, the frustration will continue to mount if we continue to see Maryland make not, these aren't bunnies. I mean, these are, we're forcing them to take less high percentage shots, and they're still making them. A win is a win in the Big Ten. And essentially tonight, you're just trying to avoid what happened to Wisconsin a couple weeks ago, which was just embarrassing loss at home to Maryland, which didn't look as bad back then. So this would look a lot worse now. But it it does feel like one of those nights where maybe Maryland's just making things and you happen to be the the victim of an on night for a team that's not very good. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I can't imagine efficiency wise or three point percentage Maryland's at the top of the big 10, but I could be wrong. I'd be surprised by that. I looked at the the stats in the first half, by the way, it's a 41 39 Illinois lead Kofi with a nice take there. 17 minutes to go Maryland with the ball here and about five seconds left in the shot clock. Adam Miller guarding morsel who is trying to take it to the rim. He's taking a 10 footer. It's up and good. Maryland won't miss. Oh boy. A uh, long second half to go here. Io taking it to the rim. It is contested, and Maryland gets the ball, so they have a chance to take a lead here with 16.50 to go. And I looked at that stat sheet, Trevor, and I was surprised because Illinois out-rebounded them. They had more assists than Maryland. Uh, Maryland takes the lead here, and their bench is Holy going nuts. Cow. Yeah, they can't. They, have they missed yet, apart from the first possession? No. I think they made four in a row. 9-2 scoring run. And really, not so much because Illinois is playing bad, I don't feel like, in this stretch. It's the fact that Maryland just won't miss. Okay, uh, but yeah, Trevor, I was looking at the stat sheet, and what I was surprised by is that there wasn't anything immediately that stood out and said, oh, this is why Maryland has it as a two-point game, because he out-rebounded them. They were shooting 34%. You had more assists than them. They had more fouls than you, and yet here we are. So there, there was nothing that overwhelmed me in terms of why are they making this a close game. Well, and to your guys' point, I think for arguably – one of the first times this year, you know, we've said so many times that the frustrating part is that it seems like Illinois beats themselves and they're their own worst enemy. This feels like one of the first games where it's like, man, so-and-so that Scott tonight, you know, it's just unconscious and they can't miss. So it's one of those helpless feelings where I'm with you. I can't really pinpoint. I mean, maybe you try a two, three zone here, which it looks like they're doing. Um, to see if you can sort of get Maryland out of their rhythm, but they're just making everything right now. Steal by Curbelo, and he takes it all the way himself. 43 all. That was a heck of a finish 
He's got speed. So we got 15-40 to go. It's back to a tie game. And, yeah, I, I think that I won't probably get, start getting nervous until, you know, you get under eight if it's still tit-for-tat with eight minutes to go and you can't get more than maybe a single-possession lead or if Maryland has a lead at that point. We got a mismatch down low. Io for a bit, was on the big for Maryland. Maryland's going to take a three from Morsel. It is up. It looks good. It's good. I don't know, guys. Maybe they're just our kryptonite. You go back to last year, you would have won a Big Ten title if not for Maryland. I know that's kind of simplifying things, but... Um, You're right, though. Yeah, right. I mean, you just split that. You get a share. And you should have won the you, first one. Right. The first one was brutal. And then the second one, you go up. I forget. I think it was like... I've got this etched in my brain. It was like 29 to 14. Turgeon doesn't pick up the second second technical. The bench for Maryland picks up a technical. For a minute, you think Turgeon's tossed, but it was like an assistant coach that got a technical. And you're thinking, holy crap, like we're about to go up 18 on I'm not sure what they were ranked at that point, but they were top, a top 10 15 team. Top 10. I team. think I think they were. I think even around five or something. So it was just absolutely shocking that we had a lead like that. Another three for Maryland. This one's thankfully no good with 14.25 to go. And yeah, the second half was going on, Trevor, and I was not freaking out because I just thought, well, for this Illinois team that hadn't been playing good, it's nice that they're in this spot, and I thought they would still hold on. And uh, what was it, Cowan with a 30-footer? Contest- well, I don't even know if it was contested or not. De- DeMonte, three, it's an air ball. Wow. 46-43 with 14 to go. Hey, here's the good news, Isaac. This half's going quick. Yeah, hey, we haven't had a bunch of fouls or timeouts because there hasn't been an opportunity to call a foul. So uh, this... Oh, a block sorry. on DeMonte. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a timeout on the floor. 46-43, two shots coming up for Maryland. And we have... I think, Isaac, this feels different than, let's say, the Purdue game where... It felt like we, and this is back to Trevor's point, but we were shooting ourselves in the foot, so then Purdue goes on a 19 nothing run, but you still felt like, okay, that sucked terribly, but Purdue's just not very good. And even though the record shows that Maryland's not good, I'm looking on the court tonight, and I'm seeing athletes, and I'm seeing guys making shots, and it's, I don't know. I don't know what the remedy is right now. I would imagine that if they shot like this against anybody, they'd probably be up by a few points. Um, maybe even yeah. if they somehow this well against Gonzaga, they'd be beating Gonzaga, but it's, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how else to put it, except this has been Maryland's night, especially the second half. And you have had some sloppy plays, but you've had sloppy plays in past games and it didn't really uh, screw you over that much because the other team wasn't capitalizing on it. But Maryland right now is just on a heater and you better find a way to stop them or this could be we could be in the same spot that Wisconsin was in a couple of weeks ago. We're Maryland gonna, is definitely one of those teams where if they're on it feels like they can play with anybody in the Big 10 but it just comes down to their shooting which is annoying because you know especially once you get later into a season, you know, the quote unquote dog days of a season if they're in 10th place or something and they have a five game streak where they're not shooting the ball well you're going to look at that team and go, you know, presuming this doesn't end well, how in the hell did we lose to that team? Because it's one of those things where like at the time of, it just feels so helpless, but it's like, I, if they make, and that's what they did at Wisconsin, Isaac, to your point, they made like nine of 11 threes at Wisconsin. It's like, what the hell are you supposed to do with that? There's nothing you can do. And they were also taking it to the rack against Wisconsin. And that's something that's kind of surprised me about tonight is that 
they're making jump shots. So it's not like they're sticking it to us in the lane. And if anything, if we just made some more layups in the first half, we could have had something more like a seven or eight point lead instead of two. Before we get Trent's too far, going to check in. Oh, Trent is going to check in. Huge. Yep. Okay. Well, Before that's wow. Well, before we get back to this second segment here, and I think what I mean that first segment lasted. First foul was with what fourteen and a half to go, something like that. Uh, just a reminder: the two hundred levels brought to you by DPDO. I'm on DPDO.com. They will deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. Use coupon code Mike for five dollar calzones at DPDO.com. Also, Fourth and Kirby online at FourthandKirby.com. Use coupon code two hundred level for ten percent off your order. Isaac's got his flying Illini shirt. Are you wearing that tonight, Isaac? I'm not. I actually just recently ordered a, well, this is taken away from your advertisement. I recently ordered a Tim Riggins uh, Friday Night Lights shirt, so I had to wear it. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. That's cool. Uh, now, if this gets any worse, though, you will have to get your lucky shirt dug out of the closet or the dirty clothes hamper or whatever it may be. Uh, Fourth and Kirby online. Again, at fourthandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order. And finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for all your insurance needs. And Kara and I can vouch for it. Uh, superb personalized service from Brian and his staff and great state farm prices to boot. That's online at brianismyguy.com. Alana Inquirer and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network partners with the 200 level. Okay, so we have Maryland going to the line. This will be two. It was a shooting foul. A block, I believe, on DeMonte. First foul of the half with 13.51 to go. The first free throw is up. It is good. That's a four-point lead for Maryland. And right now, it's, it's far too early, I guess, to say danger zone, Trevor, but we've really been talking about the fact that this just looks and feels different than past bad performances from Illinois. And it's good to see the Trent's is Trent in there. Can we confirm that he is? Okay. Yeah. yeah, He's in there. Okay. But you're, it, it feels different in that you take the records off the screen and you take some of the recent performances from Maryland. And also you take away the fact that Ayala is not out there for them, which should have made this a relatively easy game. At least it did in my mind that this is, just take the names off the jerseys and all that. It's it's a team that's matching up well with you right now. Curbelo with a fadeaway jumper on the baseline made it somehow. 48-45. That was pretty impressive. That was an that NBA was a tough look. Good Lord. I don't know. Like, every game he makes a shot like that where I'm like, there's no way he has the angle. And he just floats it up like a rainbow. He needs to, he needs to develop a three-point shot. And if he does that, then he's all the more dangerous. We got... Scott breaking down Grandison, taking it into the lane. Grandison keeping him in front of him. Great defense, yeah. Contested it, and Illinois gets the rebound. Trying to push it up the court a little bit. They don't have numbers. Io finds Grandison, who finds Trent. Trent pump fake over to Grandison, and Curbelo back up top, and we got a foul on the floor against Maryland. Okay, so it's a three-point Maryland lead, 12.47 to go. And that was on, I, you see, that's the thing. Even last year's Hamilton. Maryland, Hamilton, thank you. Even last year's <laughs> Maryland team, for some reason, it felt like they were a bunch of six, 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 seven guys. And they, they just are. they just kept throwing them at you. So I think earlier, Robbie Hummel said that, well, Illinois got the size advantage because of Georgie and Kofi. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Kofi, yeah, but everybody else, it just feels like Maryland, look on the court right now. They're bigger than we are, it feels like. I think they've got like the the way I would describe it, at least to Illinois fans, is they have like seven Demonte Williams, essentially, where probably a little bit taller than him too, but guys that you probably don't know, kind of like we were doing with Purdue, where you go, "Who's that? Oh, that's Hunter. Okay, nice to meet him." But all these guys are lanky. All of them are athletic. Turgeon definitely has a type. It's a type I happen to like, 
just as an anecdote, mm-hmm. the Kendrick Nunn, you know, sort of uh, can play anywhere from the one to the four, lanky, athletic, can dunk, can shoot. Uh, it's just that all these guys are freshmen or transfers or guys that have never actually been asked to start. So they've had a lot of growing pains. Um, but then every once in a while, there aren't growing pains there. You're knocking down threes at Wisconsin. So it's frustrating that it's basically a coin flip with Maryland and you happen to be getting the better side of that Maryland coin flip tonight for sure. But I, again, it's, it's one of those things where I don't really know what I'd be doing differently defensively if I were Illinois right now. We have a foul on Maryland. They have a five-point lead at the moment. So here's Trent's latest sequence. We're going to have an under-12 time. knock Trent to the ground, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of a punk move. So on the last, and that's two times in a row that he's fallen down, so he's not favoring that shoulder. Plus, the last Illinois offensive possession, he shot a three that was an air ball, which, by the way, I think that is the third or fourth air ball for Illinois tonight. Third. And uh, whatever. Uh, real quick, as we do have this break, DPDO online at dpdo.com. $5 calzones with coupon code Mike at dpdo.com. What I wanted to do, guys, was let's say right now I envisioned Illinois being up you know, 12 points. We could do a Big Ten standings breakdown. We could talk about Michigan's upcoming schedule. I was going to tell you guys that I was going to root for Wisconsin on Tuesday night at Michigan simply because Michigan doesn't have a lot of potential losses on the schedule. And now I got to worry yeah. about this game instead. Bring them back to the pack, right? Because right now you're talking about that upper tier of the Big Ten. And I'm not trying to exclude Michigan as some sort of slight to get anybody riled up. It's just that I've seen very little of them and they've basically played no one. And so that's great that, that they came back after a, you know, a, a dicey first half and beat Minnesota by eight. That's great that they beat Penn State by four. That's great that they beat Toledo by 10. But I still feel like I'm talking about the upper tier of the Big Ten, and any response I get is, well, Michigan's still undefeated. They're in a tier of their own, and it's like, are they? I want to see them against legit competition, which is certainly Wisconsin, and I want to see them with a loss so we can look at those top three or four of the Big Ten all at, say, six and one instead of just here's the top the top team, you know, at seven and zero, and then everybody else below them at six and one, because yeah, they're seven and zero or whatever they are. But I still wonder. So much of their talent is led by the freshmen. Hunter Dickinson's been great for them, and Wagner's been good. But it, it's sort of like it's not like Maryland because they're much better. But it is like Maryland in the sense that they're untested, especially with freshmen on the roster. So I want to see them in a big game with the lights on in a big moment. Yeah, I agree. That that is it. Dickinson or Dickerson? Hunter Dickerson. It's, Dickinson. Dickinson, okay. Uh, real quick, guys, do some math with me, okay? At half, Maryland was 10 for 29 from the field. 10 for 29, okay? Keep that in your mind. Right now, they are 18 for 40. They're 38 for 59? Uh, no, 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 sorry. That Now it's 18 of 40 for field goals. So that, uh, means, that means that... So they're 8 for 11? 8 for 11, that's correct. Yeah, and they had, uh, in terms of three-pointers at half, they had five. Right now, they have another couple, so they're two for four from three this half. But they've only missed one from inside the arc. So, yeah, that's why it feels like it does, because they are making eight of 11 shots to improve their shooting percentage from 34.5% at half to now it's 45 So, I don't know. Isaac, I'm going to start with there you. There goes Gu- my rim theory, by the way. What's that again? I said, there goes my rim theory, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, Isaac, gut check. If I said, is Illinois going to win this game or not, what do you say? Yes. Okay. Trevor? 
Gut check. What do you think? Uh, yes. I, I think here's what we could have is an Indiana-like second half. I, I think that could be it. It's going to be pulling teeth, and somehow we're just going to pull it out late. I got to go with that nice backdoor cut to Io. He makes it. Great play out of the timeout to make it a three-point game. That was Crabello on the feed, correct? I missed just a half second yep. of that. Okay. 50 to 47, 11.35 to go. We have two fouls on Maryland, one on Illinois. So unless this really accelerates, free throw shooting is not going to be a huge factor in this half. Maryland with a three-point attempt. accelerate. And Curbelo, nice grab there on the deflection. He's looking for Io for a three. It is up. It is good. Io already doing the Indiana thing, but much earlier than he did in that game. 11.10 to go, tied up at 50 again. Quick 5 nothing run for Illinois. That was a nice stretch. All right, let's see if Maryland can start missing more of these shots and revert back to the mean. Nice uh, defense up on the perimeter by Illinois. We have Maryland with 10 left on the shot clock. And this is going to be an 18-footer, and of course it's good, because why wouldn't it be? And you know what that pisses me off about that, Isaac, is that there's really not much you can... Oh, my God, that was a... Whoa. <laughs> a really long pass that deflected off the rim, and it goes right back to Trent. I think Curbelo Cr- was trying to find Georgie. Was that... Iowa it, it deflected like in the rim, like he almost made it. Yeah, half court. <laughs> and there's Iowa again. So he's made seven straight points, fifty-two all with ten thirty to go. And this feels like Iowa time, fellas. Already, it's early for it. It's usually last eight minutes of the game, and now he's yeah getting after it. Okay, so as we have Maryland with the ball again, I I still remain worried. If we see another possession, like right here, for example, we see a possession where you defend and it gets under 10 on the shot clock and then they're forced to take a 15 or an 18 footer and they make it. And the more those happen, it's just exasperating. As a fan, I got to imagine as a player in the team, you're thinking, okay, I did everything I needed to on defense and the guy still made it. Eventually, you know, you can't do anything about guys that just make jump shots. At least, I don't know, you can only do a certain... Well, yeah, and you know, as freshmen for them, again, it's got to be nothing but confidence driving on, on their side of things, too, to go, oh, I'm three for three. I'm just going to keep letting it fire, and they keep making it. And they missed a three. Oh, and that was actually a pretty good look there. 52 all. We're at the 10-minute mark. Tie game. Io finds Curbelo for a baseline three. Ugh. I don't, I don't like that. Okay, well, anyways, now it's 52 all. 9.50 to go. Maryland with the ball after Curbelo... Bricks a three, and we get a pick up top. DeMonte loses Scott, and Scott with an easy two. He's good. He's very good. Hard I'm to guard. I'm glad that uh, Choi Marial is not taking over this game because as soon as he apparently hit what's purportedly the first three of his basketball career, <laughs> I thought, oh, boy. You know I saw on Twitter? I, I forget who posted this, but I think Robbie Hummel said something like, hey, this guy's shown he can do it. So he clearly didn't look at the fact that the guy had never even attempted a three-pointer yet. But he said, yeah, this guy's yeah, shown that he can do it. How? When? Uh, missed two here for... Like he's, he's got that in his arsenal or something, and it's like, what? <laughs> what do we got here? A foul on Kofi? Is that right? So we got a miss by Maryland. They're going to go the line here, and Illinois misses an opportunity to clean up a board. Io, as you said, Isaac, this is Io time a little bit earlier than scheduled. I think he realizes that this kind of game, unlike the Indiana game where it felt like Indiana was going to Indiana, 
it doesn't feel like Maryland is going to choke this one away, that Illinois is just going to have to make more plays. The thing that I do have confidence about, though, is, I mean, I could be wrong, but when it comes down the stretch, I would much rather have the dominant inside than the outside shot because at some point, Maryland's got to cool, cool off, right? But you are always going to have Kofi down low, and you're always going to have guys like Io that can take it to the rim. So that gives me a little bit of confidence, but the Kofi hasn't really done anything this half, and I think that's kind of been hurtful as well. Yeah, and it's yeah. surprising because Curbelo has been in there basically the entire time, and that's kind of his bread and butter is finding Kofi. And yeah, Kofi has had a quiet half, and I don't know if that's an adjustment by Maryland or Illinois not emphasizing it enough. All right, nine minutes to go here. Curbelo with the ball up top. It's a two-point lead for Maryland. Curbelo takes a baseline, and he finds Kofi, and Kofi misses a dunk. But he does get fouled on the way up. I don't know if... How did he find him on that path? I don't know. Do you guys ever get a little bit nervous, a little pucker up a little bit when you see Curbelo go baseline and think, how is he not going to step out of bounds? Yes. Did you hear what, uh, I think it was Robbie Hummel said in the first half when Curbelo did that and he just turned it over, he got too close to the baseline. And he said something like, he, he pulls out his magic wand and just find somebody but sometimes he doesn't that was lisa that was lisa byington actually that said that yeah she said that sometimes he's able to pull out a a rabbit from the hat and that's true that's and other times he's not and he misses the free throw the first one curbello going to the bench old lisa uh yeah i mean that was a great find there and i'm trying to look at this replay to see where I mean, Kofi got fouled pretty good, but the guy didn't get the ball, so it's like, ah, just finish the dunk, Kofi. Come on, he's been he's been really good. It's that is getting picky with Kofi. He's not going to shoot 100 percent from the field. I realize that. Second free throw is good, so he has, I think, been five of six for the line today. Kofi's been good yep. from the line. All right, 56-55. We got nine minutes to go. It is, uh, and I'm not saying this tongue in cheek. It's kind of a barn burner here. Is it looks like Illinois takes a timeout or Maryland does actually. Interesting timing for that, it feels like. I mean, what do you think? It doesn't feel like momentum's changed or anything. I wonder if it's... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just wants to get a hold of him before momentum does. I, I'm not sure. All right, real quick. 200 Levels brought to you by 4th and Kirby online at 4thandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at 4thandkirby.com. But yeah, this half seems to be going very quickly. And right now, just a little quick uh, reset. It looks like... How many fouls do we have on each side right now? Because I, I still don't think the free throws are going to be a factor in this half. I think each team has two. about two or three max. Look at this stat line for Scott for Maryland. 16 points, four boards, uh, five for nine shooting, three for four from three point. Uh, Morcel, I said Morsel earlier, but I think it's Morcel. 17 points. He is one for two from three, seven for 12 from the field. Wiggins has seven. Hart has six. And then... Smith, the other starter, has two. So really the big guys I mean, here, though. What, yeah, go ahead, Trevor. That's what they got to do, you know? I mean, because Ayala's is out. So this whole thing with Maryland, we've talked about it before the season when we were previewing it and, and whatnot on radio. But, we, you know, Maryland is this collection of guys. And if they all score 17, they beat people. And then there's other nights, like when they got blown out by Michigan, where those four players you just mentioned, or the three at least, plus Ayala, combined to make one three the entire game. And here they've each made at least two. So again, it's one of those things where uh, it just sucks to get them on one of those nights where they're all hitting. By the way, right now, Illinois shooting 44.7%. Maryland shooting 44.2. 
They have two more made three-pointers than you do. They also have three more made free throws than you do. They're shooting 11 of 13 from the line. Illinois is 8 of 10. So at, at the very least, it does not appear in, I know, I could famous last words, but the free throws are going to be the final story here. Turnovers, Illinois was seven. They have not turned the ball over yet this half. Maryland with nine. So again, uh, you aren't really, I mean, steals, Illinois has six. Maryland has one. You're out-rebounding them 26 to 20. You have 13 assists to their seven. What the hell's going on? You know, it's just, that's why this game is so confounding is the eye test is telling us it's close. And then the stat sheet is telling us that at home with those advantages, you should be up five or six points right now. And I guess that's the big 10, Isaac. This is a bruiser game too, by the way. I mean, this is, I know Trent's injury really didn't have much to do with it, but this is a physical game. It is. It is. Kofi with 19, as they're showing here, seven of nine. I think Maryland's really impressed. Go ahead, Isaac. Oh, sorry. Maryland has just impressed me. I yeah, Maryland has impressed me, and I don't I don't feel like we've been playing terrible. Like that Purdue game when Purdue went on the nineteen zero run, there was just a few minute stretch of Illinois basketball that was pretty hard to watch. And I wouldn't say again there were small stretches in the first half where I was texting you guys and probably more upset than I should have been. But this second half, it's not like I've been like clenching my teeth or like palming my just sticking my fist in the air and yelling at nothing like Maryland's just making plays and making shots and you have to find a way down the stretch to be the better team because great teams that's what they do they find a way to win games even when the other team is you know making everything we have 56 55 850 to go Illinois showed a little bit of a full court Trap look for, I don't know, about five seconds or so. Maryland now with 15 on the shot clock. They find Scott. DeMonte's on him. This is a bad matchup because DeMonte's given up a few inches. And they find their big, tall center who misses the three. If he would have made that, that, Isaac, is when I would have gotten a little bit frustrated. All right, 55-56. Illinois with the ball. They find Adam Miller back up to Trent. Trent finding Kofi. Kofi snares it. He takes it up. It is up and good. So Kofi with a nice take. 57-56 Illinois lead. And it is Maryland ball. He's so much better. He is. Yeah, he, it seems like the game has slowed down for him compared to early December when it was a bit more labored. All right, Maryland. He's your biggest advantage tonight, too. Yes, in terms oh, big of time. size and talent. So you got to just keep feeding him. Here's a steal from Trent. Nice grab there. He finds Io. Okay, set it back up, Io. We aren't calling a foul on this. Timeout by Illinois. And I think Brad Underwood is asking the ref how we didn't get a foul. And uh, Io is, okay, he was, he was kind of grabbing his shoulder. Did you guys see that? Uh, yeah. God. <laughs> I'm telling you, this game is, is a... I think there's... What? Go ahead. There's something in the basketball handbook that if you like are on the ground in a little scum, or even if you trip and fall and you're on the ground, you have to get up acting like you've kind of injured yourself. It did seem like he got up fairly quickly after that, so there might be something to it. But uh, yeah, this is one of those games that if you win, then I feel good about it regardless of result. And Isaac, you were hitting on the fact that there's not that same kind of frustration that we felt with previous games this year where a lesser team has made it maybe closer than... I mean, I'll put it this way. The Indiana game. And Indiana's probably a better team than Maryland, but for whatever reason, the way that game is unfolding, I was much more frustrated then than I am now. 
And, uh, you know, listen, with, with this half, we got about eight minutes to go, eight and a half minutes to go, I think. And it, it really just comes down to between Io and Kofi versus, let's say, Morcel and Scott. Who is going to make more shots? And if that's the position that this Illinois team finds themselves in, even against lesser competition, I think they're in a pretty good position. Um, and, and the fact also, Trevor, that they withstood what I thought was, for lesser Illinois teams, that would have been an absolute barrage for Maryland at the start of that second half. And it might have gotten out of hand. I think that shows you that the floor of this team is raised compared to past Illinois teams considerably. Oh yeah, no. I mean, no doubt. If if there's one um, sort of uh, essay we could do on the season so far, it might be, or at least I would choose. Think about how badly these John Gross teams that gave up these runs would be suffering when Purdue goes on a nineteen nothing run, when Northwestern goes up fifteen. I mean, there's just only a team this talented and this this well synchronized could come back from all of those deficits as easily. I mean, that's sort of the thing we've noted as well, is not only do they withstand these runs, but they withstand them in what seems like two minutes. I mean, we're doing the Northwestern podcast, and I listen back to it, and it's like eight minutes of podcast time <laughs> from a 15-point deficit yeah. to like a two-point lead. It's mm-hmm. just crazy how quickly it happened. Yeah, they just showed a Penn State highlight. And by the way, guys, we started about a minute later than this half started. I got to be honest, I got a spoiler from my sports app. So I think that Illinois actually has a decent start here coming out of the timeout. And just to make sure you guys are in the same place as I am, they're about to inbound the ball with about 7.29 to go. So at this point right now, it is a 57-56 Illinois lead with the ball. And yeah, something good's about to happen here, but I, I won't divulge any more than that. So here's your lineup. You got Andre Curbelo, DeMonte, Adam Miller, Kofi, and Io. Essentially, your starting lineup minus Trent. And... With 20 on the shot clock, Corbello has the ball up at the top of the perimeter. He finds Adam Miller over the uh, left side, looking for Kofi. Kofi, well-guarded. Io finds Corbello, 10 on the shot clock with 7.36 to go. A pickup top here from Kofi. Corbello goes around it, lays it off the backboard and in. Wow. Tough shot. Very tough. 7.25 to go. It is a three-point Illinois lead. I would love a nice little 6 nothing run here. Maryland with the ball. 20 on the shot clock. And as I look at this, Io and Kofi are staying on the court the rest of the game, obviously. It'll be interesting to see the rotation. Oh, God, they call a foul on the floor on Curbelo? Looked like he got an all-ball steal. I don't agree yeah. with that. Third foul on Illinois. So we are, Or fourth, I'm sorry. So we are inching closer towards the bonus. It'll be out-of-bounds play from behind the basket for Maryland. 7.09 to go. In the game. All right, here we go. Kofi, this number 30 guy from Maryland, it seems like he's been getting less time than the... That's Galen Smith. That's right, that's right. Bad miss. nothing to do with Jalen Smith. No, no. But <laughs> definitely not related and not nearly the, the player that he was. That was a bad miss for Maryland. So a chance for Illinois to extend the lead. Io with the floater from the free throw line is an air ball. So, some good and some... Huh, from Iowa tonight, even though he does have 19 points. So I can't be picky. 6.30 to go. It is a three-point Illinois lead. You know what? This actually takes me back to a crucial moment, I thought, Isaac, in the first half, where Illinois had a five-point lead for about four straight possessions and did not stretch it. 
I think it was 34-29 for quite a while, and it just didn't improve from there. Kofi gets a block, and Illinois gets uh, the ball here with 6-10 to go. But did you pick up on that, Isaac? Towards the end of the first half, I felt like Illinois had a window there to maybe stretch it out. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that a lot. And um, Hummel, Robbie Hummel said that, I think, in the first half. He said every time, and, and to your point, we just turned the ball over. Um, Bad throw from Kofi. That pass, yeah. But... Um, every time you got it up to like five, I think Maryland made a play and extended it and that really hurt you. And then the three pointer to end the half for Maryland really hurt you too, because you went, you were up five again and then they hit a three. So you only go into half with a two point lead. And for some reason, five point lead just sounds like a lot more than two, even though I know it's really not, but, um, you have to, at this point, I don't, I don't expect a 15 point win, just win, but let's just take the, let's take advantage of Maryland missing some shots and you already have three points on them. All right, here we got a take for Illinois and it looks like this is going to be a foul on Maryland 531 to go. Now I got to let you guys know, we are about a minute behind game action here. So we have a decision we can make. We're over a minute behind because I have to admit to you, my DVR inexplicably jumped just now because the clock reset, I guess, or something, or it's coming up on the top of the hour, and I am like a minute and a half ahead of okay. what you're describing. Isaac, do you have your clicker by you by chance? Are you yeah. are you capable uh, of fast-forwarding uh, here? Yeah, I can go. Well, as far as YouTube TV will take me, I can go up to that point. Okay, so I'm going to go as far as I can go, and I'll give you the timestamp. okay? Okay. All right, I'm going to go all the way to live TV here. I'm at the under four timeout. <laughs> All right, so we got an under four timeout here, and I just saw a take from got there too, yeah. Io, so we're the sixty-one to fifty-nine with three forty-nine to go. Are you, is that where you're at, Isaac? Great, great take yep. by Io. That was a great take, and so the two hundred level listeners will never know what we had to say about a minute and a half of game time, where apparently Maryland got a basket and and one to tie it up. Io gets the take there, the under four timeout, sixty-one fifty-nine. Okay, yeah, I was wondering why it felt like this half was going quick, and then I looked at my phone. And it's already 8.54. And I'm like, how is there still six minutes left in this game? So here we are. Uh, okay, I'm going to ask you guys again. Isaac, does Illinois win? Yes, it's IO time, clearly. Trevor, would you concur? Yes, I more confidently say yes. Okay, all right. Now, I got to let you know, I, I think, Trevor, you'll probably be a little bit ahead of us. So you got a couple options here. I'm not going to tell you how to do your viewing experience, but you can pause it when it comes back from commercial. And then I'll let you know when we're done with our commercial. Or you can do the thing like we did last year for, you know, the Michigan game. And you, you can have a little sneak peek. You pick. I, I You know, I, I prefer having the sneak peek, but I'll okay. keep quiet about it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, if <laughs> I'm trying to think if we get in a position, we'll, we'll, we'll call it when we see it. If there's like a last second shot yeah, yeah. or a possession that's going to win the game or lose the game, then we'll have some fun with the kind of utterances that you could make. But yeah, uh, this is a game, guys, where I don't want to get, you know, listen, I'm, I'm a fan, so obviously I get hyperbolic sometimes, but in, in terms of the Big Ten race and knowing how the schedule sets up for your competitors, and I would call that Michigan, Wisconsin, and Iowa, you can make up for a stub toe game, right? You can make up for that because you're facing all those teams, and if you go out there and let's say you split with Wisconsin and you beat Iowa and you beat Michigan in the one meeting that you have, you're going to put yourself in a position regardless of stubbing your toe. But I would like to kind of have a leg up 
when that gauntlet starts in late January. So if, if Illinois were to lose this game, I, I'm surprised how not nervous I am at the moment, Isaac, but I, I'd be more sad than angry, if that makes sense. Deflated, I guess, than like, grr, pulling my hair out. Yeah, the thing that frustrates me is here's another game. Again, I know Maryland has been making everything, but here's another game where you've played close with a team that's definitely not as good as you. So tomorrow, I'm just going to have the same questions personally. You're like, okay, what happens when we finally play Ohio State, or which Ohio State just demolished Rutgers yesterday? What's going to happen when we play a team at the top of the Big Ten? Because it's been such a stretch now that we haven't. Um, So obviously we're talented enough and we've played halves of basketball like the Northwestern second half the other night. But again, even if we win tonight, I'm still going to be questioning, okay, how are we going to perform when we play one of the top teams in the Big Ten? I'm looking at the stat sheet here for Iowa and Kofi. Iowa with 21, Kofi with 21. Eight rebounds for Iowa, nine rebounds for Kofi. Here's the difference is that Kofi, super efficient. Iowa's eight for 19. So it's kind of weird how we could get on the other side of this game and Iowa's probably going to finish with 25 or 26. And yet there may be something where he feels like he didn't play his best game. Here's the inbounds play for Maryland. A long three, it is up and it is no good. A rebound to DeMonte. Okay. So, Illinois ball with 3.40 to go. Now, we heard Trevor say, wow, or something. Oh, no, no, no. That was, you said they each had 21, and they yeah. almost each double-doubled. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought that maybe a good thing was coming up here, or, or that they had made that three, Maryland. Bad turnover from Iowa, though. 3.25 to go. He just kind of loses it. Maryland with the ball. They're taking it to the rim. They're looking for now a three-pointer on the right side of the perimeter. Looks like they're going to reset here with 20 on the shot clock. 3.15 to go. Two-point Illinois lead. And the lineup for Illinois, Corbello, Miller, Io, Kofi, and DeMonte. All right, Gatlin Smith over to Morcel. Long three is an air ball. Going back to Illinois. I told you they start missing. Yeah, good call on the regression, Isaac. I think they've gone yeah. like one for their last seven. But the one thing Illinois hasn't done, and this is reminiscent of the first half for me, which you led by two at the end of the half. So that's the good news. But it felt like Illinois had a window to really stretch that lead. Let's see if they can do it here with three to go. Miller over to Io, Io up top, looking for a pick on the left from DeMonte. He gets it. He finds DeMonte up top, pump fakes the three, finds Io for a three on the left side. It is up. It is no good. Kofi trying to get the board, and they're going to call this out on Kofi. Nope. Nope. And they it looks like flipped. they're going to reverse it. So I think that should be a reset shot clock as well because that was off the rim. Right? So yeah. 20. goes to 20. All right. 246 to go. 61-59. Illinois lead, and as we look at the replay, that was off of Gatlin Smith. Am I saying that right, Trevor? Gatlin Smith? Uh, I think it's Galen, like Galen. the guy in, uh, in Rogue One. Got it. Okay. That's a pretty cool name, Galen Smith. Not Jalen, but Galen. All right, here we go. 2.35 to go. 10 on the shot clock. Corbello up top gets the pick on the right from Kofi. He's looking for the floater. It is up. It is no good. 2.30 to go. Ugh. You just can't extend this lead. It's so annoying. I know. I know. All right, past the half-court line for Maryland. 20 on the shot clock here. 61-59 Illinois. 2.15 to go. This is Morcell on Io looking for Scott. Scott taking in the lane. He up. No good. Off the front of the rim. Defense continues to be good for Illinois. Now they just got to make some shots. Two timeouts left for each team. We got two minutes to go. They find Adam Miller. He wanted that three, but he doesn't take it. We got a foul on the floor for Maryland. That's their fifth. Two minutes to go. 
Uh, we're still a little bit of ways here from the bonus. And, you know, when you get in a situation like this, Trevor, where the game's this close, I neither team's looking to foul. So it's almost going to, I, I think this game's going to find its way to the conclusion without a foul fest. Yeah, I would hope so. And, and the only foul fest you would see is a positive one for Illinois and that Maryland's down five with 30 seconds left. So they got to just keep fouling. What do you think about this timeout here with two minutes to go? You got one left. I mean, this is a big possession, right? Because yeah. you, you've had this at a two-point lead for now, what, three possessions? And you've gotten, you know, you missed, got to stop. You missed, got to stop. And now it's your chance again. So it just feels like if you had made those last two shots, now we'd be sinking back in our seats going, okay, Illinois is up six with two minutes left. Io took over. But, he, he, you know, he turned the ball over and then he missed. So this feels like, I mean, the swing between potentially 63 or 64 to 59 and Maryland has a chance to tie or take the lead is huge with two minutes left. On the nervous scale, one to ten, where are you guys at, Isaac? I would say four. Okay, all right, that's not bad. I can I can deal with that, Trevor. Yeah, I'm probably at a five. Yeah, I feel like I'm at a five too. I I just got that. Do you ever get it kind of in your thighs as you're setting? Kind of like a jittery, like <laughs> you want to move around. But right now I'm just sitting with the microphone, and clearly I'm not going anywhere. Two minutes to I go. Usually, that, well, that's your thing, Isaac, is you get up and move around. Yeah, one nice thing about Zoom is I can just carry my phone around in my hand. There you go. And my palms get sweaty. Oh, my gosh. Io with the, was that blocked? I hope it was, as badly as that missed. 61-59 with a minute 40 to go. So Io, despite 19 points, has not been efficient tonight. Maryland with the ball and the chance to tie or take the lead. Same five out there for Illinois. Trent is on the bench. He hasn't played, I don't think, for a while here. Morcel. I don't think take. he's played since he airballed that three, by the way. And there's a three-point attempt for Maryland, and they make it on the deflection. 120 to go. Maryland with the lead. So Illinois has got to find their way to a win here. This would be a bad loss. That could See, be... what I do is I progressively inch closer to the TV. So now I'm like, you know, as if that <laughs> would do anything to will them to victory as I slowly get a migraine staring at the pixels on the screen all right here we go nothing going so far for illinois in this possession 10 on the shot clock demonte taking it to the rim and they're going to call a foul because maryland was inside the circle so two free throws coming up for demonte 56 seconds to go all right that might be his first take of the year like that he he went from the top of the key and just drove it there was one earlier in the first half that he passed it out just as he got into the lane and he i believe is scoreless on the night i think so these are Two free throws coming up for him. That's six fouls on Maryland. And here is DeMonte's first attempt. Illinois trailing by one with 56.3 to go. First one is up. It is no good. Still a one-point Maryland lead. Regardless of what happens after this one, you're going to play defense. And Maryland is probably going to, I don't know, take their time to get a shot off. 56.3 to go. DeMonte's second free throw to tie this thing up. It is up, and it is no good. He misses both. This would be a bad loss. Oh, wow. Uh, Corbello takes a pick and falls down in a timeout for Maryland. Okay, well, Illinois is in a position now where they might lose this game, guys, and they had a 61-59 lead for about three minutes and were not able to extend it, just like in the first half they weren't able to extend the 34-29 lead. Danger zone. Didn't make a shot. You can't blame anybody but yourself if you go from the three-minute mark to the end of the game without being able to make a shot. 
Boy, this would be a bad loss, Isaac. This would be bad. This would I don't I just don't even know how to I would love if somebody could somehow break down this team for me because you've had games like the Duke game, and I know Duke's not typical Duke, and then you've had some clunkers, but you've been able to recover. And then you had a game like Northwestern with a terrible first half and an awesome second half. And now you've basically just played toe-to-toe with one of the worst teams in the Big Ten. And you're out shooting them. And you're 41% to their 39%. And you're out-rebounding yeah. them. And you got 18 fast-break points to their zero. And you're losing. How is that? I don't, I don't get it. Your stars haven't... I mean, Io and Kofi have, what, 21 and 19 or whatever. But it just doesn't feel like that. I guess the one thing I will say is I try to already talk myself off the potential ledge <laughs> here is simply that precautionary uh, to, measure. To Car- yeah. To Carp's point, you know, you're, you're a leg up right now because you've avoided the stumble. Whereas Wisconsin has had that stumble against this Maryland team. And, and I mean, Rutgers, you can't even count anymore because they're under 500, but. And that's a made layup I mean, for Maryland that they're up by three with 30 to, to go. Hitting me. All right. So here's Andre Curbelo with the ball. Timeout from Underwood with 28.6 to go. I think you go for the quick two. But the problem is you got five fouls, so then you got to foul twice. I, I still think you go for the quick two. He just did like a 180 and still banked that off the glass. So of course, he has his career high, too. You know, I got into this eight-game stretch, and I talked about not talking Big Ten title, but I thought that that slip-up was going to be Ohio State on Saturday. The way that they play, as good as they are anyways, they're, they're a top 25 team. I know that they had a little stretch there where they weren't great, and C.J. Walker, I think, is still out, but they're pretty good. And uh, I thought, okay, th- that would be one that certainly would sting, but you know that you'd be losing to a team that's going to finish about fifth in the Big Ten. This Maryland team is going to finish anywhere 10th or below, and I know that Wisconsin, they might be able to withstand the fact that they lost to Maryland, and Wisconsin's got to start going on the road more too. So that's going to even out. But I think that this is not the game I was anticipating, even if Ayala was in it, that Illinois would stub their toe. And it just is, uh, I don't know, it's, it's troubling. Does the committee like take into consideration that, one, you lost to Maryland and their possibly best player wasn't even playing and you were at home? Well, this is going to be, uh, yeah, how does that work, I mean, Trevor? Cause, that's a, yeah, it's a, quad th- it's a quad three loss because it's a home loss to a team that's, uh, and to put that in perspective, you had two quad three losses last year, and that was uh, Miami at home and, I believe, Missouri. So, I mean, essentially, losing this game is is the equivalent to losing the Miami game last year in terms of how the committee would view it. I mean, here's the thing. You're making the tournament. We already understand that, so we aren't sweating out the bubble or anything like that, but it's just, you know, come on, guys. Don't don't let this be get, – get this into overtime or something. But Imagine even then – go ahead, man. Isaac, sorry. I was just, imagine being a Maryland fan and your two Big Ten wins are against possibly the two best teams in the conference on the road. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Arguably, Maryland has a better resume than Michigan. Then I don't know if they have a better resume than Illinois. But yeah, to your point, Isaac, they have the two most impressive wins in the Big Ten this year, other than maybe that was Iowa the play after the timeout. That, time. that was the play. Was a Curbelo contested ten footer? You're gonna I mean, tell no me. Way. Oh my gosh. Well, they're going to lose. There's no guys. way that was the play. Couldn't be. Well, we're going to lose to Maryland at home. And I think. Why have we gone from feeding Kofi down low either? Like, you're at least going to get fouled. 
I think he had 16 points at half, didn't he? So he's got five in the second half. Yeah. So that was a, the sixteen foul on Illinois. They got to get a turnover or something quick. But essentially, I, I talked about the free throws, Trevor, and it looks like Illinois is going to have to force Maryland into going to the line to extend this thing as the inbound is into Maryland and they get fouled with 17.1 to go. And this is just kind of... It is the one-on-one, so if they miss, and I'm not predicting it because I still haven't seen it either, but if they miss... You know, you get the ball back and you're down three. But, yeah, Maryland has been a thorn in your side more so than you would care to have them be these past few. I mean, you go back to, you know, remember uh, Underwood's first year, that DeMonte play where you were up like 99-97 with four seconds left and he just sails it out of bounds and Maryland wins in overtime. They've just been really frustrating and annoying and i know they've been a good program so it's not like they've been frustrating in a way where it's like how in the world do you lose to them but you shouldn't be losing to this iteration of them for sure no you shouldn't and you don't get them again which i guess for this illinois team that might be a good thing because they are the thorn in the side but this is it this is a single play against maryland and one that i would have marked as a win regardless of ayala playing or not and they're going to come in and beat number 12 illinois they're up four seventeen point one. i think guys if i can be honest I, I had not been getting frustrated, but how poorly Illinois closed out both halves tonight, that to me is worse than the bad starts. They they were piss poor down the stretch in both halves, and closing I did not think was going to be an issue for Illinois. They're down five. Iowa with the ball. He's going to force up a three, I'm guessing. Now he takes it to the rim. It's up and good. 8.5 to go. Not and, sure why you didn't do that last possession. I cannot believe that that was the take. And no offense to Corbello, but that's just not the take that you want. Maryland takes a timeout, 66-63. It's been a combination of your offense hasn't been able to make a shot, and then Maryland has just made a few tough shots after that swoon that Isaac pointed out correctly they had where they regressed greatly, you know, back to 39% shooting, and then, they make the three, and then they make that ridiculous circus layup with Kofi in their face. And then you go, I believe it was 0 for 4 on your shots when you had a chance to extend the lead. So, I mean, that's the game. Well, it's not one of those where you feel like they won in any sort of fluky fashion, for sure, right? Right, and right. I, I think that that would be all the more frustrating. But you see, I don't know, though. I feel like this one was totally within our control. As good as Maryland was, it doesn't feel like this Maryland team had so much luck where no one was going to beat them tonight. Maryland was, they had multiple stretches themselves where they were not scoring. Unfortunately for Illinois, they seemed to decide that their own scoreless stretches were going to match Maryland's. And hey, go ahead, Isaac. Oh, sorry. Um, what do you guys kind of think after this long of a, there's been a question mark about the slow stretches and the, bad performances against lower quality opponents for a while now. And after how long do we start to question or wonder, you know, is it time for Brad to figure something out? Or is it really just these guys, for some reason, can't kick it into gear unless they're losing? I think it's, I think it's just this weird lack of, you know, maybe overcomplicating it. You mentioned, Isaac, that how long had it been since Kofi had just gotten a look? I mean, it's not complicated. What he did in the first half, if, if he's not going to replicate 16 points and a half, presumably twice, right? He's not going to have a 32-point game against Maryland, but he could have been more productive in the second half, and I didn't feel like the lack of production was because Kofi was bad. I felt like he just wasn't getting many looks. Easy inbound here for Maryland. 
So they'll go the line if they make one. That's essentially it. Uh, I'm trying to rationalize it in my. I'm trying to rationalize it in my head by just saying like, essentially. Oh, hang on. <laughs> okay. Uh, never mind. Um, uh, I'm trying to rationalize it in my head by essentially saying, maybe you look at those stretches where, I mean, you could argue the last five games you have gotten off lucky as heck to go five and zero in those games or whatever it's been. So maybe this is just like regression coming Missed back. Missed free to the throw, Illinois with the ball, four seconds to go, long three from Io is up and no good. So Maryland's going to win, and that Too is a long. hey, you had a shot. That's a disaster of a loss right there. I guess I just mean, you know, like a nineteen zero Purdue run, you escape. A nineteen forward start on the road, you escape. Uh, Indiana was a tied game with four minutes left, you escape. So Northwestern, you're down fifteen, you escape. So I, I'm just trying to yeah. uh, calm myself down by saying now you're four and one instead of four and zero oh in ridiculously close games that you pull out. I think that's fair, and I think those wins probably covered a lot of blemishes, Trevor. Where I was getting sucked back into the Big Ten title wormhole, but also you know I was doing that willingly, ignoring the fact that a lot of those games were much more labored than they should have been. Well, guys, I don't know. Is there much more to say? Terra Pain is going to be the name of this podcast. Because that is a bad hey. loss that will bite you. It will bite you. Uh, Derek just tweeted that Kofi's last shot attempt was eight minutes and 21 seconds. And that is a coaching thing, eventually. Yeah. You, you, you tell them, you, you, you go into them and you just say, this is what you do. This is not complicated. And Corbello is on the court for this, by the way. So my start Corbello thing, by the way, has been a total disaster. Because he's not, he's not been good. He was, bad. he was bad today, and he was not that good at Northwestern either. And uh, without Trent out there, it, you know, Trent may not be the best facilitator, but I, I also get the feeling that when it comes down to it, he would have found the guy that he needed to win that game. This is, at the end of the day, for Illinois' Big Ten title hopes, this is a disaster. And they can overcome it, but it's going to take... It's, it's going to take a lot more than this, because this is just uninspiring what we saw tonight. It's disappointing because, yes, Maryland played lights out. But without Ayala on the court, you need to find a way to win that game. And then you all the goodwill from that Northwestern game, it's gone. Gone. It's frustrating, guys. I need to yeah, go I find a way to spark my myself. My biggest disappointment is I was kind of, I was getting ready to come on here and basically joke that in the uh, Illinois basketball, a season to remember DVD that they'll make about this season, it would be the Northwestern game where they basically said, you know, and we were down 15 and then coach ripped us and we never looked back. And, they, you know, that, that to me made sense as a narrative. You saw they came out with great energy. It looked like they were really firing on all cylinders from the start. And I just thought, okay, like whatever punch in the mouth this team needed and that they got at Northwestern, like that's that. And now they're just going to realize that they can't take anything for granted and they got to come out and whoop some butt against the lower tier of the big 10. But that was not at all the narrative that played out tonight. No, I agree. Well, guys, I appreciate you joining us again tonight. We're going to take a break on Wednesday and actually it's more well time than ever. Cause <laughs> it's like eight, eight o'clock game. Yeah, <laughs> oh no, I, I can imagine. Isaac, I don't think it's going to happen. But oh I my! Can imagine, gosh. yeah. Where's well. Leonard crying? <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! You know what's funny? I actually missed that game because I was to root for the other team to lose, though. Sorry, Carp. No, but it's true. Uh, and and you know what, Isaac, you were now, do, you were doing that anyways, where you were rooting for other teams to lose, but now they got to lose another one. 
You know, like yeah. now you need to catch up. It's not keeping pace. It's now that you you got to catch up. And uh, you know, again, Wisconsin they they suffered the well, same I loss. You, I think you were up, like you were plus one prior to this game because Wisconsin lost at home to Maryland and Iowa lost to Minnesota. And obviously, again, asterisk being Michigan who hasn't lost yet. So now it feels like you're even with those two teams in terms of unforgivable losses. I need to go watch the Simpsons. Guys, thanks for joining us. We'll see you on Saturday for what's going to be a tough Ohio State game. This team can rattle off a few more wins in a row and uh, you know, still find themselves in the race. I just I, I know what this feels like right now, and I'm dreading the fact that when we get to early March, we're going to be looking back on January 10th as the one that, that kept you out of it. I hope that's not the yep. case, but it, it very well might be. Take care, guys. Trevor Valise and Isaac Ambrose. See ya. Mono means one. Rail (laughs) means rail. (laughs) That's the one I'll watch tonight. That's perfect. See you guys. All right. So that is the 200 level tonight and uh, Terra Payne. It's bad. You know, it's, it is totally deflating after what happened in Northwestern, which we would all agree Northwestern is not very good, but Maryland's not very good either. And it's not a tournament team that you lost to tonight at home. This is a loss that a Big Ten title team does not have. And you could say, well, Wisconsin, they had theirs against Maryland at home. Well, listen, Wisconsin's won a bunch of Big Ten titles in the last 20 years. They've been at the top of the league, perennial top of the league kind of team, where that is an aberration. Unfortunately for this team, we've yet to see enough consistent play to think that this team is, in fact, a legit Big Ten title contender. And it was masked by the fact that they were able to have these runs against Penn State, against Northwestern, and that because they are supremely talented against some of these lesser teams, they can overcome that. No big deal. Maryland may not be good, but they got guys. They got six, 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 seven guys that are athletes, and tonight they shot well. But even with that, you got to find a way to win. So everything that I said in the opening part of that last podcast, unfortunately, came back to fruition in a much more muted way much more muted way. There was no crazy Maryland run. I think they had a 9 nothing run and like a 9-3 run to start the second half. None of that, you know, that, that happens in basketball. It's a game of runs. But it is a much slower death tonight. You know, it wasn't even that sort of emphatic, oh my God, five minutes later, we find ourselves trailing by seven. It was just a 40-minute stretch where nothing quite felt right. And that's a little troubling as you find yourself on January 10th where there's plenty of season left, but this season's going to go quick. It's already went pretty quick. And I, my nightmare scenario is this team finishes fourth or fifth in the Big Ten. They don't win a Big Ten tournament. They win a game in the NCAA tournament, then lose the second. And then that's it. It's just a season. And I've talked about getting greedy, and I think this team is worth getting greedy for. But they have not shown it consistently enough yet. And that can change. Fortunately, they still control their own destiny, but they got to go on a crazy run here, and they have not really faced great competition in the last few weeks. And now all of a sudden, the Rutgers loss. Ugh, how bad? Not bad. That's never going to look bad, but it doesn't all of a sudden look like that great loss against a great top 10 team. Rutgers is struggling mightily. Missouri, they have their moments, but still, you know, that's kind of a blemish. But this, at home, you don't lose at home. Fans are not, if you're a Big Ten title team. And... This is going to sting. So here's what we're going to do. We are not going to do a live podcast on Wednesday. We're taking a break. That's an 8 o'clock game. And if that's even remotely close, I'm going to be all pissed off in the second half and not get to sleep that well. So I'm just going to watch it in solitude. I'll do a podcast Tuesday and probably another one on Thursday before the Ohio State game on Saturday. 
But uh, yeah, I can't sugarcoat that. Terra pain. It sucks. So, hey, maybe you need some comfort food. Go to DP Doe. I'm on at dpdo.com. They deliver anywhere in Champaign Urbana. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdo.com. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. And finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com for all your insurance needs. Brianismyguy.com. Try to get some sleep tonight. Sucks that it's on a Sunday, too. Sunday nights just kind of suck, anyways. You get a case of the Mondays, and we got to think about this crap. Well, I hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. We will see you in a couple days, and I don't know, guys. I got not much more to say about that. It is the 200 level. <laughs>